Welcome to Basement Billionaire, where we talk to entrepreneurs, musicians, and creators who work to take their ideas from the basement to the boardroom. We talk about their highs and lows to help you on your path of achieving your dreams and goals. Now, here's your host, Mel, Melman Mendoza. Welcome to Basement Billionaire. Yeah, we're back. And I'm your host, Mel, the Melman Mendoza. And I'm always stoked with our guests. But today's guest has to be one of the most interesting fellows, people that I've come encountered with. And in many different ways, our lives have kind of twisted and turned with people that we actually know, with our loves of sports, uh, our love of food. Uh, I tell you, this guy is just one of the most interesting fellows I know, entrepreneur, grinder, hustler, you name it, reality TV person. On the line, now he's normally, I thought we were going to talk to him uh, from his home in Boston, but on the line, he's down actually down in Tampa. Uh, we have on the line, Mr. Allen. And Allen, is it right if I call you Monster? <laughs> That's fine, yeah. Allen Monster Barubi um, on the line. Now, let me set you guys up there to our listeners. This guy, if there was a world title for the word grind, this guy would be it. Because I've been following him from afar on all his social media. This guy, <laughs> I tell you, first of all, Back in 2004, 2006, I lived in Florida. I was living in a place called Valrico, and everybody said, you got to eat a monster lobster. Monster lobster there, I think it was a Lutz or something like that. Anyway, so there in Florida, ate there, one of the best lobster places I've ever eaten at in Florida, monster lobster. At that time, though, I was starting to become one of the biggest MMA fans of all time. I tell you, I'm, a, I'm very deep in the sport, as all you listeners know, boxing and MMA uh, outweighs baseball, football, and basketball. I know just about everything about both sports. And so when I was watching Ultimate Fighter Season 5, Season 5, which was one of the most decorated yep. amount of people was on that show, uh, Alan was on that show. Alan was the Monster Lobster fighter on that show uh, fighting for a contract. <laughs> he was there with Gray Maynard, who was a former world champion, Oh, I guess a, a no-name guy named Nate Diaz, another name, a no-name guy named Manny Gamburian. And by the way, the coaches at that time was Hall of Famers. Joe Lozon. Joe, Joe freaking Lozon. Joe Lozon. Joe Lozon. And, yeah. and coaches, like actually one of my most, my Mount Rushmore of MMA, BJ Penn and Jens Pulver. I mean, it doesn't get any, yeah. it doesn't get any more crazier than that. And then so he's on. No, nah, that was his Great cast. Yeah, season five. He's been in the automotive industry like I have, and that's kind of how I got connected with him uh, through a friend of uh, the, one of my clients. whose name was Vadim, uh, who, who owns a, a dealership up in New Hampshire. And then he's in real estate, investing, and selling. He's now in the tech industry, which uh, I, got tech, I got tech projects as well. He's got a world title in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and he's a husband and a dad. So this is the... okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the world champ of grind, hustle, and in his hands and everything, welcome to the show, Alan Monster Barubi. Welcome to the show, Alan. Thanks for having me, guys. It's uh, great to be on. Uh, thanks for even taking the time out for me. Oh, man. I, sometimes you feel like the five minutes of fame is gone, you know? <laughs> Every now and then you get another minute, right? Bro. So, uh, I guess this is my another minute. You were made... I, Bro, you should be, for, first of all, 
you should be documenting every day. You should have some people documenting, you know, your 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 grind, man, because you're you're in it all. You know. You know I, I, I tell people I, a lot of times I, I, I kind of announce myself as like cool Forrest Gump because I really kind of have done it all. I, I look back at the things like, and it, it, it almost sounds like bullshit. If I was telling somebody, can I do that? I say shit, right? Yeah. Man. <laughs> okay. So, so, bro. Right. so um, you know, I, I, I look at it like um, if I'm telling somebody that has never met me, the things that I've done, sometimes I just hold off on it because I almost don't even believe my own story, right? Uh, it, I, I look at it and I look back at the things I've done. I can't even believe I was able to, you know. I, I've just been fortunate, and, and it's been a lot of a lot of. I, I say it takes skill, but it's been a lot of luck. I, I kind of been in the right place at the right time, you know, pitching the right thing and saying the right things and going the right directions and making the right moves. And sometimes making the wrong moves um, hasn't hasn't always worked out perfectly, but it's always somehow worked out. And, and I've gone by and made things happen. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, getting on the ultimate fighter, it's, that was a, you know, it was almost like, wow, that really happened. Uh, yeah. And at the time, we're so stupid in the whole ultimate, ultimate fighter thing. Who knew how many seasons they were going to have? Um, just I, to I, get on that show. I've lost track. When, when it did. Yeah. So, mm, you know, I don't even know what season up there. You know, I really, yeah. I, after I got on the show, I kind of, I kind of started hanging my hat on trying to get my friends on the show. We've gotten 11 other people onto the Ultimate Fighter after I was on. Um, you know, Matt Arroyo, Brandon Seen, um, oh gosh, um, Matt, uh, Marcus Jones, um, Paul, um, what was it? Paul Barrow, he, he didn't end up getting on because he lost his fight in the right. beginning of the episode. And, and then we have, you know, um, you know, Billy Corantello, uh, you know, Billy Q, and then we have, um, Matt Provola now is, is, you know, I've, I've kind of helped out there a little bit. So, um, it's, um, yeah, it's been, it's been something else. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and, and being involved, you know, I, I'll never be that guy that, that I'll never, there'll never be a day that you hear me ever say, man, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have tried that. Whenever I've thought of something and sometimes to a fault, I've just done it. I've tried it. And no matter what it was, whether it was you know, starting that restaurant that I never owned, owned a restaurant before. And then when I started Monster Lobster, but I thought something, this could be a, you know, cool situation. And I thought it could be uh, a great business. For, you know, quite a while uh, until the economy, unfortunately, crashed on yeah. everyone. Oh, yeah. In 07, right? So, uh, yeah. well, you know, I mean, for my new app, Nicarazzi. Oh, my gosh. You, you, I tell you. So, first yeah. of all, every Tampa Bay person knows, uh, I mean, if you're from, if you're from Hillsborough County, Tampa, you know, the 813, you know what Monster Lobster is. It, I mean, it was it was a big name. I mean, that's that's where you got lobsters. You know, mm-hmm. you ate lobster. And then, yeah. so you, I mean, you got, I mean, you had a feather in your cap just from that, the notoriety. Then you, well, now, when you went Ultimate Fighter, was that your first stint on reality TV? I mean, was, it was just like, hey, by the way, yeah. I'm on reality. So you did that. And then. No, I tried out for a bunch of different reality shows along the way. Oh, really? Donald Trump, The Apprentice. Yeah, I actually almost made it on The Apprentice. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah, The Apprentice came to town when I owned the Monster Lobster, and uh, they came there. You know, it's a pretty funny story to this one. They um, they they had the tryout or whatever. They had like um, so, you know, this thing at Channel Eight, and I remember Nancy Alexander called me. Uh, she's a local uh, newscaster, and and she was like, "Hey, Monster, listen, 
they're going to be having tryouts to get on the Donald Trump uh, apprentice show. Do you want to, do you want to get on? Our radio station has uh, three tickets to get to the, the front of the line. She says, and uh, we're thinking about doing a little contest <laughs> at the radio station. You want to try out? Shoot. Good in the contest. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So they call us down there, and they, they were like, okay, look, we got, you, we, they had like three, three of us, and we all, the winner was going to get a ticket to get to the front of the line. So we get there, and, um, and then we're going to go out. We want to see who can raise the most money within the next two hours during our race. You can go anywhere you want in the, in, in, uh, in the city of Tampa. And, and you gotta go straight to a Starbucks or to this corner or that corner and try to see how much money you can raise for whatever charity. And whoever raises the most money is gonna get, uh, the ticket to get to the front of the line. So I was like, perfect. I went right to the front of Monster Lobster on Bay to Bay Boulevard, right at my store, and I brought gift certificates, okay? And it's Starbucks, Monster Lobster. So all my customers are going to Starbucks first thing in the morning. So I get out there and I, I'm selling gift certificates for half price. I'm telling all my customers that already know me and I already eat there. I said, look, you $20 gift certificate, $10. Bucks. I mean, I probably sold $1,500 in gift certificates that morning, okay? <laughs> we get back there in two hours. The other two people, they were like, yeah, we sold that. I, I sold $200. Oh, I, no, I got, I got $200 in donations. And the other lady was like, yeah, I got like $172 in donations. I get up, I was like, I got $1,530. And then they're like, what? <laughs> I, get the, yeah, I get the pass to the front of the line. So next day, we go, I get the pants. Next day, I pull up. I had this big, jacked-up monster lobster board excursion, all lettered up and everything. It was, it was obnoxious. You know, I pull up. There's a line around the building, like eight people wide, you know, 300 yards deep, and everyone trying to get their spot. Monster lobster rolls up in there, and I, I walk into the front of the line with my ticket, right? And so they're calling groups in. I go in the first group. The first thing they do, they're like, they put us in a room. There's probably 20 people, bruh, probably 10 guys, 10 girls. And they put us in a boardroom, and they're like, okay, we're going to put some, some, some uh, questions on the table, and we want you guys to answer the questions. So I'm like, all right, so I got to come up with something, right? They're like, whatever they put out there, I got to make a wave, whether it's getting people behind me or against me or whatever. <laughs> so they're like, what do you think about women in, women in the military? I said, women in the military? I'd love to see a woman... So, oh, no, it was a, a police, uh, what did I say? Women in the military, women police officers, I, ain't no woman going to be able to ever arrest me if you knock on my door. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, they couldn't carry a belt. I just uh, laid into it, right? Like so women you, didn't, you went I believe that. women got equal rights as that. <laughs> but I was like, just trying to get, I was trying to make a move. The whole room was standing up, like screaming at me. <laughs> I was going back and forth with these people. Oh, it was great. Uh, I mean, I just, I mean, obviously, it's not what I feel, but I think, you know what, I had to say the right things or the wrong things in order to get people's tempers flying and get their emotions going and get things right. So I definitely got noticed. I get the call back. And, uh, wow. and so, yeah, I, um, yeah, so, and, you know, this whole thing comes full circle. It's crazy how this whole, like, the entire spectrum of what I've done and it always comes back around. The girl that, so they called me back that evening. And they're like, you need to meet us at this hotel tomorrow, and you need to make a video, whatever, blah, 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 why you should be on The Next Apprentice. So I go in, and I interviewed and everything, and, um, and they, they, uh, they were like, they, they loved me for some reason. I didn't end up getting out. I never heard back from them, right? right? There's a lot of people trying out. But sure. you get that call back anyway. I think there's only half a dozen of us out of the 10,000 people standing in line that got the call back. Right. So I, I did my thing. Years later... No, no kidding. About 
gosh, a year and a half ago, I get a phone call. Someone's seen my, my video of this app that I was developing called Picarazzi. Yep. Picarazzi being a, Picarazzi being a, no, buddy, I'm, I'm just on the phone. All right, all right. So, go ahead and carry on up. All right, all right. I got you. I'm on the dock right now. I guess I ain't supposed to be out here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, uh, so, anyways, <laughs> it's off the, you know, Tampa Bay, whatever. Anyway, so, um, we, uh, I get a phone call saying that they seen my, um, my app, Picarazzi, and they were, uh, they were from the reality show, um, uh, Thunderdome, okay? It was uh, the people that did Shark Tank uh, started a new reality show called Thunderdome, and they were interested in talking to me. And the girl, she goes, she's the, the one that got a hold of me. She says, listen, I remember you when you tried out for The Apprentice. She goes, I was, I was the person interviewing you when you came back to the hotel. No way. She's like, you know, when I see your video, I was like, holy cow, this is the guy. We got to get this guy in, you know? So Picarazzi almost got onto the Thunderdome, but what happens is, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't completed yet. And, oh. and so, um, uh, yeah, it was just, it was more of an idea more than it was an actual product at that point. And, and so they, you know, they, they were like, they were looking for something that had, you know, that was a little further in development. I mean, at the point that I'm at now, it's actually up and running. So it'd be perfect. But I mean, at this point, I almost don't even need, need that show. But, um, yeah, it's funny how it all came full circle from then to now, you know, it's, it's uh, that's- <laughs> That's that's crazy, bro. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this question, yeah. Alan. What you know? So let's let's back up. Way, way back up. Let's let's back up. Like where where do you call your hometown? Where did where did you grow up? Biddeford, Maine. Okay, so you're yeah, definitely it, yep. it, it uh, is definitely evident in your southern Maine. It's, it's just just north of Kennebunk, just south of Portland. Okay, so it's definitely evident in your uh, in your accent for that New England accent up there. So, um, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So, and then what was like when you were? I mean, did, when you were in high school that senior year, what were you? I mean, were you thinking about being an entrepreneur like you are now? What was the? You wanted to be a doctor. I've always been that, you know. I I, I mean, when I was a kid, I was you know selling sodas on the field trips, right? Like I I get like these five for a dollar sodas, you selling them for a buck a piece on the field trips. You know, it was always trying to make some, some, some kind of sling and some candy or whatever, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, it was always trying to make a buck at, at the end of the day. And it was fun to me, really. It was more about, and I think it was more about that, too, right? It's like more about the, the doing it than it was the, even the money, right? Yeah, so, the hustle, the journey, um, the, know, game, and, the game, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. It's the chase, you know? It's, you, know what's, <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't even eat the prey. You just kill it, right? Right. You know what I'm what I'm excited about with you is that you know we hear sometimes some sad stories about uh, guys post uh, MMA career. You know um, how they're just struggling just to make to keep their gym open or struggling to try to figure out what they're supposed to do next. Um, Listen, MMA was a pastime. It was a it was a game. It was a fun. You know, I had fun doing it. It wasn't a job. I never. If I had taken it seriously as a job, I may have gone somewhere with it. But I didn't, I never took UFC or any of it serious. I got there and it wasn't even a big deal at the time. I was like, just having fun. Right. It was nothing really. It wasn't like, I wasn't like, it wasn't, uh, you know, I was thinking, hey, good way to promote the, the restaurant. And that's, that's why I tried out for the Ultimate Fighter. I mean, I was, uh, I was, you know, it, it is actually a really cool story and it has to do with Joe Lozon. So Joe Lozon, 
when he knocked out Jens Pulver, okay, yep. I was MySpace friends with him because that was big back then, MySpace. <laughs> so I'm like, so, so I MySpaced him because no one believed Joe was going to beat this guy. He's just a bloody looking kid, you know, big ears, and who thought he was going to beat uh, Jens Pulver, right? He's a baby face looking guy, you know? bro. So, dude, one of the best people I know, though. But yeah. so this is this freaking story is, is great. And it's just, and it just tells, shows you it's been my life, exactly how the story goes. So, I face I I MySpace him. I was like, man, great job. No one believed in you. Congratulations and, and blah blah blah. And he could back a hold of me. I was like, and at that time I didn't know anyone that was in the US. He didn't even train him. Nothing. Wasn't even thinking that line, right? So um oh actually I was training with Rob back then, but we had no one. It was all jujitsu. It wasn't really any much MMA. You know, there was maybe a couple guys fighting in the gym. But I wasn't really geared up towards that. I boxed as a kid and wrestled in high school, but I wasn't an MMA fighter at the time. And so, um, you know, I, I MySpace him, and then we kept him tight. He, he like, get back to me. Hey, man, thanks for the, the words. And, you know, he was, and I, so I became a LinkedIn fan because I thought I see this guy on the big stage, and he responded to me. So I thought that was awesome. So anyway, so next thing you know, I have, I'm like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a fight. So I take a fight, and then I take another one. I, I, I won a couple. Then I ended up losing one. I, I went two and one. My loss was to Jonathan Brookins. In Orlando, okay, I think everyone knows Jonathan Brookins. Yep. He won the Ultimate Fighter season 10 or 11 or whatever. Right. Anyway, so um, that was my loss. And then I was talking to Julian, and he was like, hey, you know, they're having tryouts for the Ultimate Fighter down in Miami. And, uh, and he, I went out to the competition show. Maybe I sent it to two here and there. He'd respond with a sentence or two. It wasn't like a full-blown, you know, calling each other up, you know? Right. It was just, you know, texting here and there, you know? So he, uh, he's like, oh, they're having tryouts. He's like, well... He said, good luck. He goes, it's a long shot, you know, but, um, hey, good luck out there, right? So, and I was like, yeah, it's a long shot. What the hell are you talking about, man? All right, whatever. So, when, after that conversation, I go down. Obviously, I try out and I make it. The next time I, I ever talk to Joe, I'm walking into the ultimate final house and I see Joe. He's like, holy shit. No way. Is that possible? You know, he's like, couldn't believe it because this is a guy that he was just bullshit with. It was like a fan, right? Yeah. It's like, Get on the same show as him. <laughs> that's that's yeah. that that's. I mean, it's so so many great so many great stories about how things turn. Around. You know, I think one of the the interesting things for that's similar to me is that you put a lot of uh, emphasis on connecting with people, keeping those connections going, and then I mean, it seems like you, man, bro. I see your, I see your your social media, your Instagram, your Facebook, bro, it seems like you're on all the time. And what I'm seeing on, you're, I mean, you have like yeah. either you're on or you're off and you're on like, okay, it, I'm positive, yeah. I'm enthusiastic, I'm going to take the life by the horns and I'm going to take this ride yeah. and nothing's stopping me. I mean, can you tell us a little bit more about what's that, you got drive, bro. You just, you just got drive. And I want to talk a lot here in just a second about, about your mobile app because those are things that some people just dream of. Uh, but what, what is, where's, this drive coming, where's this drive coming from, bro? You know, uh, I just don't make, you know, you, I don't see failure. I, I just don't see it. I, you know, I, and, and I, I don't even care about it. I don't worry about it. I don't think about it. Um, and, you know, that's how you got to kind of live your life in really every facet. Because if you're thinking about failures, you got to fail. If you're thinking about the negative on whatever it is that's happening, it's probably going to happen. Oh. You, can, you can wish yourself into anything. You know, you can wish yourself out of anything. 
You can talk yourself into anything. You talk, it's just, this is mind over matter. And, and it's just, and to me, I just don't even, I'm not even on that level of thinking that I can fail. And no matter what it is, I know I can't be like a, like I can't go into the gym and, and tap out Matt Royal. But I'm going to tell you right now, I believe I can. Okay. It will never happen. But I, in my mind, when I get into a tango with him, I'm like, that's a human being, you know? And, and you know, and, and this is just life. And, and everyone that I've met along the way, I think the things that have helped me is actually getting to these big shows and meeting people that are famous, meeting a famous actor, meeting a, meeting a famous whoever. I mean, I mean, dude, another crazy story. When I first moved to Tampa before I was ever the monster Lotta, I was just running around chasing girls and chasing sun. <laughs> and I worked on a, I, I worked on, in a mail review. Okay. <laughs> so this fucking the, the mail review that I'm on, I'm a, I, I was a shot guy. I wasn't the dancer, but I was a shot guy. The, the group that I was in was the same group as Channing Tatum. Okay. Channing Tatum ends up doing a, a movie about the damn group that I was involved in. Okay. Uh, yeah. So no way. Was, that was my Yeah. Swear, swear my kids. I was the shot guy for that group. Um, wow. you, know, so, and, you know, and I, I remember Channing. I remember Channing. He was just a, you know, good-looking dude, but broke, you know, just trying to figure his life out. And he made it. Yeah. He, he made it as big as, or bigger than anyone that I've ever met. And he was just a normal guy. So situations like that just show me that if he can do it, I'm as good, if not better at life than anyone out there. Why can't I? Bro. You know, what stands in between you and you? You are the only stand, thing that stands in between you and success. Yeah, that's 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 so true, man. Man, I just just the energy that's coming off of you, man. I mean, I mean, how how old are you now, uh, Alan? <laughs> I like to tell tell everyone twenty, but I'm forty three now. Crazy as it is, forty three, forty four in August. But you know what? I, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. So I hit the big five zero this year, okay, and. Any, yep. Anyone that knows me says you don't look or even act like a guy that's fifty. Okay, so I I I, I still have right. a I have a drive and a grind, you know. So I said, you know, I have a old I have a saying right now, and I probably read a book about it, called fifty is the new thirty," you know, because I mean a lot mm-hmm. of my, a lot of my buddies they get to this fifty age, and you know how it is. Maybe some of your buddies like this, and they're just like life's over, you know, if, if, if their industry goes south or they lose their job or whatever, or the recession happens again in the real estate market in Florida, they're just like done. They're like, man, I'm, I got friends that still kind of find themselves. Really? You know, I just talking to a friend, telling him, he's like, man, I'm like, he's a bartender. But man, I'm just like, I'm trying to look at life. He's like, I'm 41. He's like, you know, I had a great time, but I haven't found the girl yet. I don't have any kids. And I'm like, everyone else is doing this. And really, my advice to him is, you can't look at everyone else. You can't look at where everyone else is because everyone has a different story. Right. You know? and, and 41 or 40 or 50, we're like, hey, if you plan on dying at 60, yeah, 41, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I'm going to live till I'm 120, and I believe that. I, yeah. I'm not done. I just begun. I, like, just started this race. You go, you know? bro. You go. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Over the over forty, still alive and kicking. You know, gotta watch out for the ones with the battle scars too. So, hey, yeah, think about it. Forty, you've learned a lot at forty. You got so many things, you get so many notches in your belt, so many experiences you learn from. You know, you you've had your failures, you have your successes. You know right from wrong. You know good from bad. You, got, you know, you've been with that crazy woman. You got an ex-wife. You've been through this. You've been through, you know, you've been through life, right? Right. So you got to figure it out now. 
you, when you're 20, you have nothing figured out, but you think you know it all, right? <laughs> you got to go through these things in order to be successful. Sure. Donald Trump was broke how many times? And he was a millionaire how many more times? Right. That's true. Yep. That's true. Right? Yep. That's, that's true. Yeah. You know? I know, bro. Hey, guys, I want to take time out to thank one of our sponsors, a basement billionaire, and that's the investment firm Wild Capital Management based out of Summit, New Jersey. Their firm was founded by former members of UBS Investment Management Team. They were part of a team that managed over $10 billion, that's B billion, at UBS for over 60,000 clients. They know what they're doing. Wild Capital provides investment management services for individuals, families, as well as institutions. They're one of their goals is providing professional investment management for everyone. Know the three partners well. They are smart, diligent, and people you can trust with your money. Wild Capital Management, that's wild with an E. And for more information, you can check out their website at www.wildcapitalmanagement.com. That's wild with an E, remember. Or you can call them at 1 866 8WILDCM. Uh, or to make it easier, 1-866-894-5332, 1-866-894-5332. As always, we thank Wild Capital Management for their support and continued belief in the Basement Billionaire Program. So let me, so man, you, 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 you've, I mean, you've done it all. Uh, you, you, you're a well-known restaurateur. Uh, Florida, then then uh, in MMA, UFC, you also have a world title belt in uh, in uh, 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 jujitsu, correct? I, I think you master's, just, master's jiu-jitsu, yeah, master's, yeah, yeah, good for you, um, man. You've 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 climbed the the ranks of the automotive industry into into the management with some of the biggest uh, automotive groups, uh, real estate. I know you're you're playing with that now. Now yep. you're you're getting into being like okay. I'm going to be, it's time for me to become the next Mark Zuckerberg, you know, uh, uh, or, or yeah. Instagram uh, inventor. You come up with an idea. So you, you don't have a tech background either. You, I mean, you, you don't, you've never done. I know not, I, I'm not technology at all. Okay. The, the idea, it was just one of these things. I came up with an idea and I went for it. So the idea came up in a, um, yeah, I was in the car dealership. Auto, Auto Trader came into the dealership okay, and it says, First of all, what's the name of the um, app? What's the name of the, the ID you came up with? And it's now it's an app. You can download it today on, 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 your, on your iPhone. Absolutely. What, what's the name of it again? Yeah. Picarazzi. P-I-C-A-R-A-Z-Z-I. Picarazzi. Picarazzi. It's an anonymous photo sharing app. Yep. It uh, works on a map basis. Okay. And, and really, the description, it's better to hear the story of how I came up with it. Yeah. You'll get the idea of why it's so cool. So, um, so Auto Trader comes into the Honda dealership that I'm managing, and they say, um, they're like, they're, they're talking about how the internet has changed the car business forever. And they're like, okay, look, here's a picture of the Pope getting inducted, you know, 15, 20 years ago, okay? Crowd of people. Some people couldn't even see the Pope from where they were standing. There's thousands of people so far back. Can't, couldn't see him. They said, fast forward 10 years to the next Pope getting inducted. In that short 10 years, the same crowd of people, most people can't even see the Pope, but now everyone had a cell phone in the air trying to get a picture or a video of this Pope. Get it? Yeah, all right. So I was like, wow, it'd be great to be there. But if you're in the back row, you're not going to get a good picture. You can't even see the Pope. You're not going to get a good picture. If you don't know the guy in the front row, if you don't follow him on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, you don't even know that he's there taking pictures and posting his stuff because you don't know him, right? Right. So you'll never see his picture. 
So it's like, Jesus, is there an app out there that lets you see all the pictures being taken around you live time without knowing who the people are? Right. And that's when it clicked. All right. So <laughs> I started digging around, trying to figure out how I could make that happen. I ended up finding a company out of India to start the build for me. And, you know, it was close to $20,000 to start building it. And, um, and I never really got exactly what I wanted from them. They started it, but it was always kind of like a half step away from what I wanted. I ended up getting with a company out of, um, uh, um, out of Miami, Angstrom Graphics, to take over the build, and they're doing fantastic. It's easy to deal with them. Um, so they took it over, you know, cost me about another 20 grand. At that point, um, you know, it's kind of evolved about from what it was. Sure. But now Picarazzi, it's an event. It's, it's basically for events. Um, I've since tied up with a guy who's um, Stephen Prescott. He uh, owns a, a NASCAR team, a NASCAR team. He's also on the Supercross team, so he's um, he's doing really good. And, and, and he's from Maine, and from Gardner, and you know his business is amazing. So you know he's got he's got the, you know you get the funds to be able to do what we needed to do. I tied up with him. I involved him in the business, and um, and you know now he's put me on his K and N series NASCAR and on his dirt bikes, uh, his Supercross Supercross oh, bikes, and great. promoting it to uh, Monster Energy, promoting it to Team Kawasaki. Um, he's all, you know, so he's, he's got a lot of connections in NASCAR and, and that's kind of where we see it going is like that whole NASCAR, that race team, because if you're thinking about like, you're in the stands, you got, you know, you're in, um, you know, the four turns way up in the middle of the stands. You can't even barely see the track. You're trying to get a good picture of video. You can't get it. But now there's somebody in the pit getting right up close to the drivers in the cars, taking pictures and videos. Well, if you didn't know them, you'd never see their pictures in their videos. But now with Nicaragua, Nicaragua drops. A picture, when you take a picture, it drops it on the map, and it drops directly on its longitude and latitude of where the picture was taken, all right, for anyone that's inside the app to be able to see, not just friends and followers. You know, this is an anonymous base, so you don't need friends and followers, all right, to be able to see each other's pictures. So we got that, and we got two patents pending on anonymous picture sharing. We trademarked the name uh, Picarazzi. We got all, all the legal description of what we are. And, you know, all the, the legal, you know, mumbo-jumbo in the beginning of every app to save you from getting sued. Um, we, we promoted it. We built it. We, we promoted it to Apple. They approved it as an app. And now we're actually live on, in the app store. Man, that's amazing. Um, so, you know, most people, when they get an idea, so you had an idea for an app. You went after it. Um, you went after it. And then uh, you found the people that could do it. Where... where um, now, some people will start their business, they'll bootstrap and they'll raise up their own money. Did you, did you try to find investors first to, to do this thing? Or did you say, yeah, I'll just do it on my own? No, you know, in the beginning of this kind of stuff, you've got to come out of pocket yourself. You can't expect anyone to believe in you if you don't believe in you. You've got to have your own money on the oh, table. Oh, shoot. You've got, right. you got, you got, you got to be coming out of the gate by yourself. Because if you want people to believe in yourself, you've got to believe in yourself. You know, try to do it on your own. And, you know, and then when, you, when I got it to a certain point, now I'm at a point where, you know, the marketing and everything is going to be so expensive that, you know, to be able to really, you know, if you want to get attention by the Facebook of the world, we want to get that out. We need to get that attention. In order to get that attention, we need the marketing. But, you know, so Picarazzi, we're adding, uh, it was just pictures. Now we're actually adding the video. Good. So you can use video in Picarazzi. We're adding filters like Snapchat. We're uh, adding the Android version. 
coming up in about a month, month and a half. Um, a lot of great things happening with it, and we're we're going to be hopefully shoulder to shoulder with with the big guys here. And then I think so. We'll see what happens, right? You know, so now that you're starting to grow, and you, now the the budget turns out bigger because you do need the marketing. Now, remind me, the, the, I want to make sure that I hear this. Did you end up? Did you come in sole sole owner, or did you end up having? giving a percentage of the company to folks to help push it forward or, or is it just your baby yourself? No, no. I have a few different people that jumped on board with me. Okay. My father-in-law, you know, helped out with uh, the patent cost, you know, cause lawyer patents and stuff and lawyer fees can get pretty expensive. Right. So he jumped on with, with helping with that. Um, you know, I had a, a couple of friends that, you know, jumped on board trying to throw a few bucks in that they got in real cheap. Because, you know, hey, if this does make it, right. you know, this could make people into millionaires for just, you know, yeah. how many thousands of dollars that people pitched in. They come out and now we obviously here. have, uh, yeah, so now we got Stephen Prescott on our team, which is, he's really, he's going to be a, a, he's a great piece to the puzzle because of his connections, uh, his business background, his business smart, and, uh, and obviously his connection ties to uh, NASCAR and, uh, and, and Supercross. Sweet. So now, now, you know, how, now when did you start when did you actually start on the app? Was it a couple years ago? Yeah, about two and a half years ago. Two, two and a half years yeah. ago. Would you now knowing knowing what you know and what you've had to go through just to get this uh, up and going to actually have it on iTunes that you could download it to your phone? Would you still do it again? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, I mean, I, I mean, this is going to be my it's my game changer. This is like. I, I'm known for a lot of things, but this is going to be what everyone's like, that guy did that. Yeah. Right? I think so. Um, I'm, you know, that's going to be my, that's my thing. Yeah. And you I got, believe in it a lot. Everyone I tell about, I tell it to a stranger, anyone that maybe doesn't know me, whatever it is, that's a fantastic idea, man. You know, it's, it really is. And it's, you know, no one thought of it, which is crazy, right? Yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, just, I mean, that's. And it's a great idea. And it's funny because of my, my day job, I work with the company that actually owns Auto Trader, my day job, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I understand that's kind, of, that's kind of funny. So, well, bro, we catch you. So, I mean, so if someone wants to learn or get on the, get on the uh, see what the highlights of Picarazzi, do you, does Picarazzi have a, its own social platform? Like yeah, yeah we, we actually bought the .com. You know, it's crazy. So Picarazzi, the name Picarazzi, yeah. You think it's going to be well, we could just go and probably get that in the, you know, buy the name on the do- domain for a couple hundred bucks. No, not, it's not exactly what happened. <laughs> so we looked at, we got the name and I'm like, the name costs six grand. I'm like, how is the, uh, uh, this .com $6,000 and everything else I'm looking at is 200 bucks. <laughs> so what happens is we came, I figured, I, I came up with the name Picarazzi because I was kind of coming off from the word paparazzi, you know? Yeah. Um, so, um, so. I, I didn't think anything of that anyone would ever have that name. Well, come to find out, the word Picarazzi is like a Pokemon or something like that, okay? <laughs> so, um, they, they, yeah, so the, the name got 50,000 hits a month, people trying to look up Picarazzi, okay? So, huh. that, that's, where, that's why it was so expensive. Well, some company off of the, you know, in the Caribbean buy, that buys domain names that they think they can sell, yep. got their name. So, they had it sitting there. Okay, and they probably bought it for pennies. Yep. But they had it sitting there, and we and it goes Finally, ended up you know getting it off of them, but you know they wanted six grand out of the gate. We chiseled them down a little bit, but it took two years to get them down, even you know a little bit, right? Right. 
But now we got it. So you can go pickarazzi.com. You can go to our website. Okay. Um, we have, um, you know, obviously, Pickarazzi's Facebook page. Awesome. And, um, and you know, you can go right to uh, iTunes, uh, the iTunes app store and, uh, and, and get it. And it's free. It doesn't cost anything. Go get it. It's, it's you know, a lot of fun. You can use it for birthday parties. You can use it for get-togethers. Whatever it is, it's kind of got a lot of uses. And um, you can, you know, literally, if you've got a kid and you tell all your relatives, hey, use Pickarazzi, now all your pictures will be loaded into the same place. And now you don't have to tell anyone, hey, send me that picture or tag me in that picture. Everyone's got access to their, everyone's pictures. Well, I think, you know, I mean, I'd love, to, I'd love to see where you are at a year from now. And if you would be so kind to gracious with some time again a year from now when, you know, when the valuation on this, on this product is out of this world that nobody could believe. Because you got an awesome story. And I'm, I'm pretty stoked to, be, to say when, when a year from now when, when your name is up there with Chris Saka, Mark Zuckerberg, and the, and the, the founders yeah. of Twitter, and the founders of Instagram and Snapchat, that now Picarazzi will be like the, the next thing that joins that, that, that group. And now... Well, you, know, you know, I'm going to tell you, that doesn't just happen with what I'm doing. It happens with what you're doing for me. It happens with, with your listeners, the people that are hearing this. Everyone across that's hearing the show, they, they connect with it. They, they spread the word on it, too. Because yeah. I can only do so much. Right. But it's all about spreading the word to the right people and the right person hearing it, right? Yep. So, uh, you know, your, your show, push it, you know? You know let, let people know about it. Hashtag Tikarazi in there every time you put one in. You know, I'm going to be pushing it. I'm going to try to let everyone, you know, I'm going to get a recording of this. I'll be posting it to my 5,000 followers. And, uh, and uh, you know, you know uh, that's what it's all about, just trying to get the right people around you, helping you spread the word, because that's how it works. Sounds good. Hey, man, if uh, people want to see the life, uh, the life journey of, of just Alan Baruby, where, where can they find you on social media, bro? Just go ahead and, yeah, just go ahead and follow me uh, at Alan Baruby, A-L-L-E-N-B-E-R-U-B-E. Go ahead and follow me there, or I also have an Instagram page. It's uh, Alan Baruby, uh, the monster group. Um, so check me out. One last thing, bro. All right. If, uh, yeah. if you have some, if today was the last, was the, your last day to say one last thing to, to people out there, what would it be? Tough question. My last thing is to tell people, you know what? You know what? If you're thinking about doing something, don't ever question yourself on it. Don't even think about it. Don't think too deep in it. Just go for it. What do you got to lose? You only got something to gain, right? We can always make more money. Yeah, you spend a little bit, a little bit of money to find out something to flop. You know, if you keep on doing it time after time again, you might keep flopping. All of a sudden, boom, you're going to hit one, okay? But, you know, there's a lot of ideas out there that, that nobody does a damn thing with, right? right. But if you, don't do, if you don't do anything with those ideas, if you don't do anything with it, it's a wasted idea, right? <laughs> got to go for it. That's true, bro. Hey, man, best to, right. best to your... Uh, Best of your family. They're, they're adorable. I see them online all the time. Uh, wonderful. Good for you. All right. Um, I, let's do, uh, eventually, one of these days, your, your path and my path is going to cross. We're going to do coffee or, uh, or uh, food or something like that. And, uh, 10 4. 10 4, buddy. You got it. And then, uh, you got it. Take care of yourself. God bless. And thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks, brother. Appreciate that. All right. Take care. All right. You too.